<laughs> Rajni, what's wrong? Tom, I have a script and I don't know what to do with it. Should I burn it? Feed it to my cat? You need some writer's group therapy. Hello and welcome to Writer's Group Therapy. I'm Tom. And I'm Roshni. We're writers helping writers. Are you ready for your session? The doctors are in. So one of the banes of my existence, rewriting. I know you've had a lot of fun, fun times with that. I actually like rewriting. I'm Once I get that first draft done, that's like the hard part. And then the rewriting's kind of more fun, I think, because you kind of really get to get deeper into the story and you get to understand the characters more and you get to kind of really, you know, you're excited because you just finished the first draft and you think, oh, this is cool. I got this whole thing done. But then as you start to rewrite it and polish it, it gets even better and better and it gets more exciting, I think. <laughs> I, I have a hard time with it sometimes because I get all the notes and I'm so excited and then I just sort of lose steam. And it's one of those things I need to be able, I need to do it right away because if I let it sit for a week, then I'm like, I don't understand what I wrote this about. <laughs> so, so for me, it's I, it's kind of a pain because I have to make sure I carve a lot of time immediately to rewrite it. Yeah, I actually have been so busy with their other films that I have a stack. It's a folder full of scripts with notes on it that I haven't gone back to rewrite, like some going back, I think, a year at this point. But um, I've done a lot of rewrites for various projects. I did 12. I'm, I think I'm up to 12 rewrites on my uh, Paranormal Thriller. And I did uh, at least seven or eight rewrites for a big action sci-fi film I wrote that I actually had a producer. Uh, I spent, you know, I spent years with this couple of different producers trying to get that made, which didn't actually happen. But it was interesting getting notes and, and doing rewrites uh, for different people. Yeah, so that's an interesting thing because I know for me, so far, I've just taken my scripts to our writers group and done table reads and gotten feedback from other writers and actors who are like, living those characters for the day. And so they're like, this is how I think the character would feel. But I know you've brought yours to producers and they've basically tried to rewrite the entire script. Yeah, on my big sci-fi action film, the producer had seven, eight pages of notes. And at one point he started writing like scenes out himself, uh, which is a little scary because he'd never oh written gosh. anything before, actually. So he, he took it upon himself to, to show me what he thought the story should be. Uh, and at one point he he took two supporting characters and gave them a love story when they were just one was the comic relief and one was, you know, kind of actually supposed to be have a, be a love interest for a different character. So he created a love story for two supporting characters that didn't make any sense. And um uh, at one point, he wrote a new ending for the film that took place three months after the movie ended and had nothing to do with anything in the film. Oh, no. He actually started to recreate um, the basically the fly where this guy's trying to teleport fruits across the room and they come out as a gooey blob of some sort. And I really never understood what that was supposed to be about. Um, I guess he thought the second movie would be about something completely different than the first movie. So just with the same characters, I don't know. So how did you handle it? Did you rewrite it for him or did you, no. you just parted ways? Yeah, yeah, that never happened. So mm -hmm. uh, I actually had a director who was, in, was involved who kind of brought me to that producer and she kind of managed some of that for me. Mm. Yeah, so we just kind of let that go and really didn't address it because it was so far out there. <laughs> Which I think actually brings us to an interesting point. There's different types of notes and different types of rewrites. Like there's the rewrite that you do because you have to do your second draft. You've gotten notes from, you know, 
other actors, other writers, etc. But then if you're t- if you're at that level where you're bringing it to a studio, sometimes they want you to rewrite it because they need to finagle it in a way that it fits in their world or whatever. You know, there's the kind of that producer thing where do you know what I'm talking about? It's like marketing or something like that. Yeah. No, I do. No, no. no there's okay, uh, <laughs> a lot of times at that level, it's a very it's a business arrangement of sorts that they're trying to accommodate a certain actor. Like, oh, can the lead be uh, mm-hmm. a woman in her 30s instead of a guy in his 20s? Can can uh, one of the characters be Chinese so we can market it to the Chinese investors? Can you remove this subplot because it's you know too expensive? We you know we're not going to have a budget for that. Those sorts of things. You know, so it's it becomes more practical in that respect. It doesn't mean they don't like your film, but they've they've got their other realities they have to address from a business standpoint. Mm-hmm. Which makes me wonder. Oh, also, there's rewrites you get if you want to take these notes. For example, when you get feedback from contests, mm-hmm. you know, you you pay for coverage, and then you look at the coverage and you go, "Ooh, it's somebody that's never." written or never written, never read any of my stuff. And some of the notes are spot on. And some of the notes are like, what on earth? You know, what kind of bias do you have? But yeah, so how do you incorporate all those notes? Or do you to make something better? Well, you do. Um, You you know, feedback's always helpful in some respect, because certain people might pull out certain concepts or ideas that you, you know, that they have a different idea about that you thought was like obvious, maybe because I, I wrote a, a paranormal thriller where the main character is a, an engineer, a scientist, an engineer guy, and um, he's supposed to be working on projects to go to Mars. You know, that's his, this is his area of, he works on. And this uh, one manager read the script and he got hung up on this thing about Mars. And he kept ta- trying to think, well, what if we put in this like, f- you know, dream sequence about Mars or he and his daughter are walking on Mars? And I'm like, <laughs> the movie's not about that at all. It just happens to be his job. And I and I actually took out the references to Mars and just made it space in general, so that it was much more not specific. Because he kept he couldn't he got hung up on this thing about Mars. Now maybe that's something viewers would get hung up on and go, well, how come we never talked about Mars again? So maybe it it makes sense. But I just he got so hung up on that one thing. It seemed like everything else in the story, which was actually you know relevant, he seemed to be fine with. <laughs> and then did you did you ever uh, give him the rewrites? I did, but then I never heard back from him. So he was probably like, "Where was the Mars thing? I'm so sad. I'm so disappointed." Yeah, yeah. I just you know I solved the problem by removing the problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you know rewriting. Uh, you know we have our writers writers group, so we give each other notes there, and that's very productive. So you get you know different notes at different points along the way, and I feel like those notes are some of the best notes when you work with other writers because they're always really just interested in the story and not so much you know kind of the the like the business side of it and the you know the practical side of it mm-hmm. and I actually I was I kept being told like certain people would be cast in certain roles so that affected like how I wrote things because you know the characters would interact differently if you had a different char- actor in a certain role so you have to watch out for that because that can always throw a wrench in the works you know especially like with love interests and you know that kind of stuff if you if suddenly they're saying well we're going to use this actor and he's like you know fifty five years old and you had envisioned him as a you know 38 year old actor it's going to change everything so yeah 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 oh that's funny i was just thinking like you've got a 50 year old actor and you're like darn it the love interest was like 21 and you're like ew 
can't do that. There's been some movies like that too, yeah. actually, uh, yeah. that we talked about when we debated. I'm like, well, I guess you, you could do that. And we were talking about too, on a big scale, The Shape of Water. I know you read the the uh, one of the drafts and you said it was completely different than what actually ended up on screen. Not, not so much completely different. I actually, I don't know if it was a draft. It was a a bound version of the script that they put out, I believe the producers put out for the uh, Oscars as, you know, as for the screenwriting Oscar, they send out scripts like for your consideration. And as I was going through it, I noticed there were many scenes that were omitted. And, you, you know, I don't know if you in final draft, the program we use, most writers use to write scripts or other programs, there's an option to take a scene and just kind of omit it. Like, okay, this scene is not being used anymore. So I'm and you don't delete it necessarily. It's kind of hidden in there if you ever want to go back to it, but it's omitted. And there were so many of these scenes. I was really intrigued by, you know, what did Guillermo del Toro leave out? What did we miss? Or what did he rewrite? They could be scenes that he just totally rewrote and he just kept the previous version. It could be a scene that he written that he then felt was unneeded or wasn't working um, or just for time. Maybe they said this scene's not moving the story along, so we're going to leave this scene out. But there were, I, I, every page had a scene or two that was, was omitted. So I found that really interesting because, you know, you think of someone like Guillermo del Toro, oh, it doesn't, everything he writes just come out perfect the first time. <laughs> but it's also possible that they shot it and in editing decided not to use it. True. But I, I don't believe they would go back into the script and then remove it. But maybe they did. I don't know. We'll never know. We'll have to call Guillermo. <laughs> well, it's interesting because that made me think about, we did a short called Spouse Switch, which is a parody of Wife Swap, the, right? Is that the name of the show? Yeah. I can't even remember now. Wife Swap was, yeah, the, celebrity uh, wife swap. was the reality yeah. show. Yeah. And uh, it's a very, you know, film is very much a collaborative effort, even more so than I think recording in a studio, doing an album, because you stick pretty close to the original arrangement in a in recording an album, but with film, it's kind of like anything goes. And I know with that particular one, I had written a script and it was done a certain way. And then when we actually got on set, we just ad-libbed a ton of it. It was a lot of improv and we just sort of went off the rails and it was fun and it worked out really well. So again, an example of that wasn't really a rewrite. It just kind of did its own thing. Yeah, when we did Wife Swap, uh, that was really totally improv. And I think that happens in a lot of movies. You can always take the script and then go back and watch it and see where they change things, you know, on the fly, just because actors do that. And producers sometimes, you know, call in, hey, the studio said we have to change this. And so it doesn't always, you know, the, the script is a blueprint, they say, you know, then you then when you build the the actual structure, it kind of comes out differently, depending on what materials you use to build it and that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah, obviously, if you get to the point where you're producing it, that is very collaborative. But up up until that point, all the rewrites and all the random notes you get. <laughs> it's never finished. That's the bottom line. It doesn't matter how many times you rewrite it. Even once you get, once you turn it in and they start producing it, it's going to change. Uh, they'll rewrite it on set. They'll rewrite it in post-production even when they edit it. Yep. So how about for you guys? What do you think of the rewriting process? Let us know your thoughts on Twitter at WG Therapy. You can also find us online at writersgrouptherapy.com. And if you like what you hear, subscribe and share it with your friends. We'll see you next week. 